You're looking at the busiest aisle at the Toys R Us store in Paramus. Children are shopping eagerly for toys based on a movie they have not seen. I have the book and every guy's in here. I like the monsters the best. I really don't know that much about Star Wars, but I like it. Tell me how well Star Wars toys in general sell. Oh, they've done very well. I think they first came out in, uh, in 1978, and the demand was incredible at that time. Return of the Jedi sheets sell for $15.97. The Millennium Falcon spaceship sells for $34.97. The Jedi characters, the figures, sell for $2.68. Some of the toys are action toys. If your child gets one, you may have to take it away with force. Don't move. I beg your pardon? Don't move. Don't move. You're going to hit me with the... Uh... I cut your hand off. Children are buying the toys, of course, but so are older investors. They're buying Star Wars toys. Right. In a couple of years, they'll be worth a lot of dough, like a lot of other things. You're buying them strictly as an investment? Yes, definitely. The movie opened today. The toys have been on sale all week. Josh Howell, Channel 7 Eyewitness News, Paramus. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. This is our seventh episode. Tonight, we're celebrating 30 years of Return of the Jedi toys. My name is Jason, and joining me tonight... From I grew up Star Wars dot com OT curmudgeon Tom. Hey everyone, how are you? Looking forward to a great podcast. Yes. Turn of the Jedi was a, definitely filled with memories and mirth, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with y'all. Excellent. Next from JediBusiness.com, it's Chris. Hey Chris. Hey, how's it going, guys? Pretty good. Glad to have you back again for our seventh episode. Thank you. Glad to be back. All right. From Bendum to so the Black Series, he collects them all. It's our good friend, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey. Thanks for joining us on this very special Return of the Jedi episode. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here to talk about Admiral Ackbar, Gamorrean Guards, and Ewoks. Yes. Also tonight, a returning co-host, it's Jake. Hey, Jake. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. Glad to have you back. Oh, glad to go down this memory lane. This is my sweet spot, Jedi. Is it? Okay. Okay. That's cool. And... Finally tonight, joining us for the very first time from Nerdventions, we have Amy. Hello, Amy. Hey, guys. Greetings from the Ewok Village. Glad to have you on. You're, you have an, is it, it's an Etsy store, correct? Yes, I have an Etsy store called Nerdventions, and I sell various and sundry geekery. So if someone wanted to find your store on Etsy, what, what would they need to do? They just search for Nerdventions, spelled the same way as it's pronounced. Okay, and that's just on Etsy.com? Uh-huh. Excellent. And i just like to remind everyone, you can contact us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. 30 years of Return of the Jedi toy. May 25th marks the 30th anniversary of the film, and I thought this show would be an excellent chance to look back on a ton of fun and exciting toys from the third Star Wars film, Episode 6. And I wanted to start back with everyone's first memories of Return of the Jedi and the toys. So I'm just going to kind of go through and ask each each of you, uh, what was your first Jedi toy 
and when and where you got it. And we'll just kind of go in order here tonight. Tom, what is your first memory of Return of the Jedi toys? And I know that you were probably getting out of toys about this time, but did you get any of them? And- no, no, no. Uh, 83, I was 12 years old, so I was still I was still getting the toys. Um, funny that I'm thinking about it now because the first memory I have of collecting Return of the Jedi figures was a week or two before the figures came out. I was living in Port Angeles, Washington, where I went to high school and middle school and all that all that good stuff. Um, there used to be a toy store, and it was called Treehouse Toys. And uh, weeks before the movie came out, I was hoping I could get a jump on the toys because I think, for some reason, I'm not sure when the uh, figures came out. I'm sure they probably came out a little bit before the movie, or at least that's what I thought. I would go into Treehouse Toys as often as I could and hit up those poor people and ask them if the uh, figures had come in. And apparently, the one day they had appeared, but weeks before I was bugging the living crap out of these people, and I, I finally got uh, the figures that I wanted, and I never bothered them again. But uh, yeah, I was... Uh, if. If you're asking me if I was excited about the toys, yes, I was definitely beside myself and looking forward to uh, getting a hold of them. Chris, I'm going to put it out to you now. What's your first memories of Return of the Jedi toys? Um, Well, my first figure was... Uh, Luke Skywalker and Jedi Knight outfit and I remember it was exactly two days after I watched the movie and um, it was in a small town called Erding which is um, about 40 minutes outside of Munich and it's actually a pretty famous town they're, they're known for their beer so when you're in Munich uh, you're looking for beer you probably see some Erdinger beer. so it's a really really uh, famous town and well they had one department store where they had a toy department uh, on the top floor and that's where for the first time saw Return of the Jedi toys and that's where I got Luke in Jedi outfit and that was my first figure and yeah and then I had that figure for a few days and I remember that the second figure then was was Vader and uh, yeah I just kept going from there so my first one was Luke Jedi and it's still probably still my favorite figure to this day that's a great figure to start out with Ryan what was the uh, first Return of the Jedi figure or it doesn't even have to be figured, but what was the first Return of the Jedi toys, vehicles, whatever, that, that you remember getting? You know, I don't remember what I first got. I mean, I was really big into it when Jedi came out. But I, I know I got the speeder bike fairly early on at uh, Mervyn's in uh, Lancaster outside of Edwards Air Force Base. But I also got a lot of my figures uh, on base there at our little toy shop we had at Edwards. It was probably in the realm of, like, some of Jabba's um, creatures and stuff like that were my first figures. But I, I couldn't tell you which one was my first. Amy? I was in preschool, pretty much, <laughs> when Return of the Jedi came out. So I didn't really get any figures then. But uh-huh. I did play with my brother's job of the hut playset and the C-3PO action figure carrying case um, by putting all the stickers on the outside of the carrying case and decorating it. <laughs> so I cleaned it up for my brother as a gift a couple of years ago and he let me keep it actually so it's 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 a prized piece of my collection oh that is a cool case i love that case they it's did not awesome. do it justice the power of the force 2 version when they re-released it uh 10 years later whatever did not do it justice the no. the gold finish is how it needs to be <laughs> absolutely and jake what are your uh, earliest memories of Return of the Jedi? Little Jakey was 6 years old so i was in the perfect target audience here I had great parents, so great that my dad took off at lunch to go get tickets for the very first showing the day it opened and ended up wrecking his Thunderbird doing this errand, but we still soldiered on, saw the movie, 
right after we saw the very first showing that day at the uh, big fancy theater that used to be at the Tacoma Mall, we uh, went to Toys R Us across the street, and I turned into a celebrity because they had also put the toys out that day. All the kids that were there were, of course, crowding around, and I was the only one able to say, oh, that guy's Jabba the Hutt. He's the bad guy. That guy's this. This guy's that. And so everyone was asking me all these questions, like I made the movie myself. I think I went home that day with a Luke uh, Jedi as well. So that's a that's a very sweet figure for me. Very cool. I remember uh, when I saw Return of the Jedi for the first time, summer of 83, when most people probably saw it for the first time. And I had a birthday party in June, and my family was going to take me to see Return of the Jedi along with some friends and some cousins. And I got a Star Wars gifts for my birthday, and oddly enough, they were all Empire Strikes Back toys not sure how that happened maybe they were on discount at that time i'm not sure but my first return of the jedi toy wasn't actually until christmas of 83 and i got a reese figure and that was the first one i can remember getting i think that was my first one too and uh i was you know reese is okay but it was a little underwhelming for the with all the great selection of figures they had to get reese but maybe he was the only one left i don't know i'm gonna run through again and ask from the vintage era what are your top three figures and we'll run it back through uh tom what would you say are the best three or your top three vintage action figures from return of the jedi uh definitely number one for me would be the biker scout right i mean mm -hmm. that's that's kind of a shoe-in yeah. for a lot of folks um i'm gonna go with uh general Maydeen. no i'm just kidding <laughs> no one likes general Maydeen. he's kind of like the uh the the bendums of uh the 1983 uh figure line wasn't he but you had to go yeah. there didn't you tom <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i just take i just took a pop at ryan i'm sorry i yeah. didn't even know anybody that had general Maydeen. i don't think i don't think anybody I, wanted him I did. Um, just to you know, just to round out the collection, though, he was he was okay. He kind of looked like my dad. I don't. It's getting weird now. But yeah, I had a fake beard. What? <laughs> <laughs> Biker Scout was definitely one of them. Uh, definitely the one. I would probably say Luke Jedi was number two, and I would probably go with Rebel Commando. That was a cool figure. Got that one in Germany, Chris. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So those are my three. I used uh, I used Rebel Commando to uh, play with the GI Joes as well. I thought he he was in that green green outfit. Yeah, he was a he was a pretty good uh, he was a pretty good crossover dude. Yeah. Sure. It always bothered me that he was unable to hold his his rifle well. You know, I don't know if you guys ever had that problem, but yeah, you know, like, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Mine always just had it slung over his shoulder. I don't think I ever put it in his hand. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Ryan on that one. I heard I always had my. Uh, my figure uh, with his rifle slung over the shoulder job thing. He never held it for some reason. Never needed to. Chris, what would you rate as the top three vintage Return of the Jedi figures? Um, well, I'd go with Luke Jedi um, as my favorite figure, and then I really liked and really liked playing with Lando's skiff guard. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of liked that feature because uh, you know the helmet would come off and uh, he could hold the weapon really well, and I kind of liked that figure. Surprise, um, surprise! It's Lando in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> That commercial is burned into my memory. I so vividly remember that commercial airing. Mine too. Go ahead, Chris. Um, and then the third figure, I would I would go with Luke Skywalker in Endor gear. Really like the the whole poncho thing on him, and yeah, really like that figure too. So that's my top three: Luke Jedi, Lando Skiff, Skiff Guard, and Luke in Endor gear. Chris, let me ask you a question: How badly did you want to be able to take that helmet off of Luke? 
Uh, really badly. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what would you rate as your top three Return of the Jedi figures? Uh, see, there, there was the uh, the Rancor Keeper and General <laughs> Nadine and the Imperial Dignitary. No, okay. Um, I would go with probably, like Luke Jedi, that was an awesome figure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Jedi line in general, I love the soft goods that they put on the figures. And I think it yeah. really made those figures awesome. And to go along with it, it was um, uh, Leia Endor and Han Endor were also big favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved again the, the the cloth goods and the Leia had the removable helmet. I mean, it would almost be a tie between that and Leia Bosch, the removable helmet, but uh, I, I thought those were just awesome figures. They're always some of my favorites. I love the card backs for them as well, so I, I'd go with those. Alright. Amy, what would you say are your top three vintage Return of the Jedi figures? Well, number one is definitely Wicket. Alright. Uh, followed closely by Endor Leia. Mm-hmm. And then my third one, there's a little bit of method to my madness here, uh, Jabba the Hutt. Ooh. Nice figure. Wow, that's yeah. branching the whole damn thing. <laughs> I, I know it kind of branches off towards the playset realm, but... Yeah, I think, I, I think you can consider that a figure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. yeah, for sure. Totally. Just like, it's, it's similar to, like, the Millennium Falcon. You can consider it a playset, or you can consider it a vehicle. I think it works for both. Jake, what's your top three vintage-era Return of the Jedi figures? Well, I'm going to be unoriginal because Luke Jedi was my number one. I was uh, lucky enough to have Blue Saber and Green Saber version. Then uh, followed, I think, Bausch Leia. I loved playing with that figure thinking uh, she was a bounty hunter. And then, uh, just like many others, Biker Scout was so stinking cool. So stinking cool. Yeah. All right. That leaves me. I am going to say the top three are Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker Emperor's Royal Guard, because I I love the it's, red it's... robe figure. He's just awesome. Another and, good one, yeah. Yeah, and probably Leia Bausch disguise would be. Oh yeah, that's a that's a would great be my one too. Nice so I would say those would be my top three. So we can pretty much see that uh, Luke Jedi is a strong favorite with the group. It would seem so. Most of well, us. It was a great outfit in the movie to begin with, and then mm-hmm. the figure was really well done. So. Yeah, and he came with two weapons. <laughs> Well, the thing with the the thing that Ryan mentioned with the cape is that I feel like you know with the modern figures, they you know the capes are just so overly bulky these days. They just don't really look that great on the figure. Mm-hmm. And on that Luke Jedi, they just seem to really have you know nailed it. I totally agree. Next round, we're gonna say what is your and this is a little harder because I'm only gonna give you one selection. I want to know what everyone's favorite vintage vehicle from the Return of the Jedi era. So, Tom, back to you. What do you think was the best vehicle they made in the vintage era for Return of the Jedi? Oh, I am going to have to go with Speeder Bike. Speeder Bike, okay. That's pretty- favorite. Actually, I got that one in Germany, too, along with my uh, Commando. Uh-huh. Right? So, yeah, I would say Speeder Bike because, A, I remember it most, and, B, I can't think of any other... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with that one. All right. Uh, Chris, what do you think, what would you consider to be the, the your, your top pick for best vintage uh, Return of the Jedi Air vehicle? Um, I love the Imperial Shuttle when I was a kid. Um, I had to wait for a long time until I got it, um, but at some point it ended up on clearance. And uh, when I when I ended up getting it, then, uh, yeah, I was really, really happy. And I, I loved how big it was, and, um, yeah, I just loved everything about it. I loved how the, the wings would come down. Like, one of the wings would always kind of, like, get stuck, you know? But, yeah, I, I overall, I would say that was definitely my, my favorite 
vintage Return of the Jedi vehicle, for sure. All right. And Ryan, what is your favorite Return of the Jedi vehicle? You know, it, it's, it's kind of a two-parter, because I'd say my favorite vehicle that I had as a kid would be the speeder bike. I don't really have very many of the, the Jedi vehicles. Attaboy. I never got them until I, uh, I was an adult. But, I mean, I, I was thinking the A-Wing, but when Chris said the shuttle, I was like, oh, yeah, that shuttle is just awesome. It's one of the coolest vehicles from the vintage line. I've got to go with that. That is an awesome vehicle. Okay. Amy, what would you say is your favorite uh, vintage Return of the Jedi vehicle? Uh, definitely the Imperial Shuttle, and I hope to one day add it to my collection when I haven't yet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. And Jake, what do you got? I don't have love for the shuttle, that's for sure. I had it as a kid, and it just wasn't the <coughs> Millennium Falcon playset. It didn't have, you know, it was big, it was heavy, it like you said, the wings didn't always drop. It was definitely not. For, at my house, the shuttle stayed in the back of the closet. It didn't come out to play much. But um, it's uh, not a correct answer, but the Falcon, the Jedi boxed Falcon is when I got the Falcon, and that was love at first sight. But if we're talking really, um, if we're talking uh, vehicles just from the movie, it's, again, speeder bike. Okay. I almost think we could make an exception for the Falcon. I don't know. There's no really, there's no rules on the podcast. <laughs> I vote Falcon. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say my favorite vehicle that they made during the vintage era from Return of the Jedi is the Tatooine Skiff. I just, I think it looks awesome. I think when you set the figures up in it, it looks awesome. I never had one as a kid, but I sure did want one. <coughs> and I, I think that's my favorite. Cool. Now, was that, was that vintage Skiff around a lot? Was it, that came out really late, didn't yes, it? Yes, it came out with Power of the Force. So it was, you know, not technically part of the Return of the Jedi line, but it was the vehicle in Return of the Jedi. Because I remember when I got back into collecting in the mid-90s, mm-hmm. um, you know, looking for Star Wars stuff, when I, whenever I would look at vintage stuff, the, the skiff would come up and it would be, like, super, super expensive. Yeah, it's a, it's not an easy piece to find. Is it still expensive? I don't, I don't think know it. what the prices are now, but back then I remember it was really expensive. I don't think it's as rare as, uh, you know, people wanted to make, to, to think it was, but... It's, they've released it four times since, right? Right, right. It's not as in demand because they've re-released pretty much... Essentially the same old, right? The re-releases have been pretty much piece for piece. I think it's the same. I think it's repainted. That's it. Yeah, and they made the uh, the little uh, peg for the foot on the plank size for the uh, modern figures. So that's one difference. Okay, so let's uh, talk about playsets. There aren't really a lot of playsets to choose from for Return of the Jedi, but uh, let's go around and see what is the favorite playset of of this era. And Tom? Well, uh, yes, we are pretty limited, Jason. That is most definitely the truth. Uh, Amy, hats off to you, young lady. I'm going to go with the Ewok Village. But do I have a choice? Do I have a choice? No, it's great. It's too bad that they didn't uh, incorporate uh, um, a lot of the foliage and stuff that you saw with the uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves Mm -hmm. uh, playset. That would have been a lot lot better, a lot cooler. But uh, the way it is now, the Ewok Village is definitely a pretty... uh, Pretty cool playset. A lot going on. Chris, what would you say is the uh, your favorite playset for Return of the Jedi era? Um, kind of torn between the uh, the Endor Village and Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know if I can pick a favorite. I I probably go with the Endor Village. Did the did anything did the did it confuse anyone besides me? Did it conf- Chris? Did it confuse you when you were a kid that the pit that Luke falls into is underneath Jabba when you open it up? 
Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I remember in the movie that jo- uh, Luke fell a little further than maybe two inches. Yeah. <laughs> but it made him fall. But it's still a lot of fun, and they, you know, they have the little, uh, the little rope kind of, or you know, supposed to be a chain, but it's just a rope with a with a neck clamp that was, I assume, for Leia if they would ever get around to that character. Well, that was that was for Crix Maydeen, really. That was for General Maydeen. Was intent. That was a deleted scene on the on the 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 Blu-ray, the the second edition of Blu-ray that will be coming right, in a couple right. of years. Ryan, what would you say is the uh, your favorite? play set from this era uh, I'm, I'm definitely going along with everybody here the ewok village without a doubt um i got that for christmas it was like my big santa gift for christmas when i turned seven mm-hmm. i was excited for that i loved it it's what i really wanted that year i loved ewok still do and um that was it's just an awesome place that's really well done and big there's a lot of features to it and i I mean, Christmas morning, I put a biker scout on the spit, and I've always had, usually had a stormtrooper on the spit or something on there. Uh, it's just such a cool place. I love it. Amy, I know it's a tough decision, but uh, which which playset would you choose? I mean, there's that there's two versions of Jabba's dungeon, and there's the wow between that and the Jabba. What else? There's really only four to choose from. But uh, I'm, I'm not a, a betting man. But, it's a hard uh, choice, but what really? would you go for? <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, I'm definitely going with the Ewok Village. It's a no-brainer. I own two sets, and I'm always looking to add more. um, Because I don't think you can ever own too many Ewok Villages. Do you have the Robin Hood version by any chance? I don't, and I am actively seeking one of those. Because I think they look awesome. I do, too. And had I known in 1991 that they came out, the Robin Hood version? Yeah, I think so, 91. Had I known in 1991 that the Ewok Village was being re-released as a Robin Hood set, I would have looked for it and got it. I just was completely oblivious to, I think, toys in 91. Amy, I'm, re- on, uh, I'm on the web right now. I'm, uh, I can pop over to uh, eBay. I'll just, I'll just close my AARP <laughs> website here, and uh, I'll go over. I'll, uh, I'll head over, and I'll report back. Okay. Yeah, tell us what you find, Tom. You know, the uh, other thing they re-released with the Robin Hood set is the Battle Wagon. Oh, that's right. And the Gamorrean Guard turned into uh, Friar Tuck. Friar Tuck, yeah. You have that figure, don't you, Ryan? Yeah, I have a carded one. Yeah, I think I saw it. Jake, uh, well, I don't even know what to say. I know what you're going to say, I think. What's uh, what's going to be your favorite playset from Jedi? Well, I, uh, I'll buck the system. I didn't have an Ewok village growing up. I wanted it, but never had it, so... I spent all my time with Jabba. Jabba on the dais. All right. All right. That's a hard one for me to decide because I had a lot of time. You know, the Jabba is something I actually played with as a kid and not the Jabba place that is something I played with as a kid and not the Ewok Village. But uh, I did pick up the vintage Ewok Village in the late 90s. And I really, I guess I have to go with the Ewok Village because it is really awesome. You can set up a lot of figures on it. You can recreate a lot of scenes from the movie. And it's just nice to see such a large playset which is kind of a rare thing with Star Wars. So that kind of goes through our uh, vintage lists of favorites. Hey, Jason, I wanted to mention, uh, maybe someone can help me figure this out, because 
as a kid, I had the sticker set. I believe it was mailed, a mail away. It was four stickers on one sheet. It was of the actual action figures. It was like headshots of 3PO, Vader, R2, and Jedi Luke. I started doing my research, and I keep seeing the name Young Jedi Knight attached to this. And apparently it was some promotional mailer that was sent to certain kids that they could then transfer these stickers on a piece of paper, mail them back, and get one. I, I'm finding not a lot of information on it online. Some sites seem like they know what it is and others don't. I'm curious if any of you guys know what I'm talking about. Hey, why don't I? Uh, why don't we have you uh, post this on the uh, Galaxy of Toys podcast Facebook page and see what people think about this. I have never seen this before ever, which oh. is kind of interesting. Yeah, and if anybody's sure. listening, somebody other than us might be listening. And if you're out there and you know what you know what uh, Jake is talking about, please uh, post something on our Facebook page. Or uh, if you're not on Facebook, just uh, send us an email at Galaxy of Toys at gmail.com so uh after jedi there was pretty much silence with star wars there was there was the animated ewoks there was the animated ewoks (laughs) and the animated droids and uh and two ewok movies and two ewok movies that's right i guess so there were uh, some other things there were there were one or two things. What am I talking about? Yeah, there's all these. Yep, others. yep. And uh, after that, there was kind of a as far as toys go, not much coming out. So uh, that was it for about ten years. For about ten years, but then came along. I think it was first Ryan. I'm, you might know more about this than me. Who brought back Return of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi toys first. Was it was it just toys or was it? Uh, with their Bendems, or was it Galoob with their uh, Micro Machines? I, I think Micro Machines was first, because they put out those three sets. They had a Star Wars set, an Empire set, and a Jedi set. Right after that, but the Bendems were right around the same time, but I'm pretty sure the Micro Machines were first. Okay, so... But the first Bendems were Star Wars anyway. They were a new hope. Like, they didn't get to the Morning Guard and Akbar and that till much later, so... Right, but did, wasn't there an Emperor Palpatine and a Wicket Bendem with the first wave of Bendems? I don't think they were first no. wave, but okay. yes, they were in there. They were earlier. Okay, so and this is around 93, is that correct? Yeah, 93, yeah. And once the uh, Gloob stuff started to take off, I'm not really sure if the Just Toys stuff ever really took off, but the Gloob stuff really did. Hasbro decided to get back in the game with uh, Power of the Force, and a lot of collectors refer to this now as Power of the Force 2, so it's not confused with the original Power of the Force line from 85. So the first Jedi figures really started coming out, I think, around 96, maybe, with uh, when Shadows of the Empire came out. They put out some Jedi figures along with this. Um, I think, like, the Luke Jedi Knight, Han Solo and Carbonite, and Leia and Bausch Disguise... Bausch or Boosh, I'm never sure how it's pronounced, were the first modern uh, Return of the Jedi figures. Jake, I know you have like a spreadsheet in front of you probably. <laughs> is that is that right? Is that what you, do you think what I'm saying is right? The, um, the, not spreadsheet today, I can get oh, it open. no, it's okay. I got I a, check for you really quick, Jason. I got Sansweet's book in front of uh, me. I'm just going from, I've got figures on my shelves and on my wall. I'm just going at what I'm looking at. But I think that was like the first the re-entry of, wait a minute, I think maybe the Biker Scout may have come out 
before those. No, hold on. Han and Carbonite, <coughs> June 96. Okay, when did the Biker Scout come out? Biker Scout, Jedi Luke was 96 as well, June. Uh-huh. Biker Scout was, he wasn't in a red card. Speeder he bike. came with the speeder bike. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. Uh, looks like it is... February of 96. Ding, ding, ding. You're right. right. Technically, you might be able to go with the Boba Fett figure, though, too, because it is technically in Return of the Jedi. Uh, outfit. Is he, the red is, gauntlet. is he painted for Return of the Jedi? Yeah, he's got the red gauntlet. Uh, Tom, yes, you know, sir. I'm going to ask you, as far as modern figures go, and I know you don't uh, collect modern figures anymore. I did back then, though. So if you just want to make up some answers, go for it. No, I do have some favors. <laughs> what are your um, top three modern I'm figures from Return of the Jedi? Going to need some help, though. Uh, some of those really obscure, furry, big Jabba Denison. Those two guys and uh, the Efontmon, he was immense and awesome. And, man, how they got that guy in a card was amazing. But that was definitely one of my favorites. Not a huge cantina, uh, not a huge cantina, not a huge Jabba's Palace guy. But I do like those and, uh, of course, any of the classic figures. But modern we're talking about, I'll definitely go with some of those more obscure Return of the Jedi, uh, Jabba's Palace figures that they did eventually release in the modern line. Very cool. Yeah, and, and I have those two figures on a shelf somewhere. I'll take I'll <laughs> a photo of them and post it on Facebook. I actually don't remember what their names are either, and that's that's a problem I have with a lot of the modern figures. I just, their, their names don't, don't resonate with me the same way the vintage figures Snaggletooth do. and Hammerhead are easy for me to remember, Yeah, but... Uh, who, who's he, what's he, and Captain Snicky Flick. Yeah, yeah, that's hard to hard to remember. I think you guys are talking about Jay Quill and Tana Spycheck, right? Or Spy- Bam. Yeah, that's them. Bam. Yeah, that, those are good, those guys. And that's why we have someone from JediBusiness.com on the call. Thanks, Chris B. from <laughs> JediBusiness.com. Be sure to visit his uh, Facebook page and website, JediBusiness.com. Yes. Free plug, buddy. Chris, this uh, moves on to you then. What do you think are the best three vintage, uh, not vintage, I'm sorry. What do you think are the best three modern Return of the Jedi figures? Um, well, the first one that I really liked was back in, uh, I think it was 2002, the e Obviously, it was really this really big figure. Uh, it was really popular back then, and uh, I really liked that. And um, the two other figures that I would pick in my top three are from the vintage collection, so from the from the recent vintage collection, um, which is a, a wicked. I think he turned out awesome. And the same goes for uh, Admiral Akbar. I think it did a really, really good job on the likeness and the way it's articulated. So that would be my top three. Ethan Mon, Wicked, and Admiral Akbar. No Luke, Chris. I'm no Luke. confused and bewildered. No Luke this time, no. Ryan, what would you? Uh, what would be your call for the best three modern Return of the Jedi figures? Kind of a tough, uh, tough pick here. I was actually looking at the um, that Jedi wave in the vintage line a couple years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. There was just some awesome figures, and I loved that wave. And I'd probably have to go with some figures from that wave. The Gamorrean Guard, right there. That was an amazing figure. It's a really cool figure with the the cloth goods that worked really well on him. And so I have to go with him. I, I love the Admiral Akbar from that wave as well. The, the vintage carded Admiral Akbar is is an amazing figure. And I'll probably have to go with Wicket. Um, I thought the Wicket was a really well done figure. Wicket was one of my another. I had a hard time not putting Wicket in my favorite characters as, as a kid, but for vintage, but I, that Wicket's really well done, plus it has like the animated hood in it. Um, I'd have to go with those three figures. Okay. Amy, what are your three favorite modern Return of the Jedi figures? 
I will go with the Walmart Jabba. Okay. Jabba it was a little, again. It's a little squishy, but I thought uh-huh. the detail on it was really good. Mm-hmm. And then the accessories were amazing. Um, and then the uh, five-pack of the Ewoks from Toys R Us. Princess Kinesa is my all-time favorite of that. She's okay. also probably the most adorable figure ever made, arguably. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the new Grimorian Guard, I agree with Ryan. That was really well done. Okay. And Jake... I'm showing my age. I'm already feeling nostalgic about Power of the Force 2. So when we thought about uh, new Jedi figures after the dark times, uh, I went back to the Power of the Jedi 2. Akbar, I thought, was a quality figure when it first came out. I also liked the Gamorrean, not the new one. Or, I mean, the new one's great, of course. But I feel nostalgic about the uh, the re-release in 95. And uh, Biomar Monk, I thought, was an excellent figure, and I was really excited to mail away for it. Yeah, those are all cool. My favorites are, and I almost think, you know, we possibly could have broken this up into three different eras. Vintage, uh, Power of the Force 2, and then the last decade. But since uh, we don't have all the time in the world for this show, we just did it into two sections. But I'm going to go with my number one of modern-day figures probably would be the removable helmet Darth Vader from 1998. I just, I had been waiting years and years and years for a removable helmet Darth Vader, and I was just so excited when that finally came out. So maybe aesthetically, it's not the greatest figure anymore since they have definitely improved the sculpting on Vader. But just as as far as impact, that figure, definitely one of my favorites. Uh, another one I would go with is Admiral Akbar from the 2010 vintage era. I just I think because of sculpting alone, I just think that that figure is just a, a wonderful figure. And third, I'd probably say the Gamorrean Guard from the vintage collection 2010-2011 era. So I think those would be my three favorites. Cool. Yep. And uh, as far as vehicles go, this is kind of rough because a lot of the vehicles are actually just re-releases of the vintage vehicles. Um, Some of them have been updated a little bit, but uh, Tom, do you have any favorites of the modern era vehicles released? Uh, See, I stopped collecting years and years ago. I would probably go with A-Wing. A-Wing was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. And, And good to see it, like readily available since the vintage one was really hard to track down yes and uh chris if you had to pick a your favorite return of the jedi vehicle from the modern era what what would you what would you say um i would say the current speeder bike which is a toys r us exclusive i think that's a really really cool vehicle um you know they, it's not just a an old mold they re-sculpted the whole thing and uh, looks so nicely detailed and it looks in scale with the figure and the figure fits onto it just perfectly I think it's a really, really well-done vehicle. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely a well-done vehicle. I was at Toys R Us today looking for new figures. (laughs) Silly me. And, uh, (laughs) you know, sometimes you just get in habits of looking for things when you know nothing's going to be there, but you still want to look. Yeah, and I saw they had a few of those uh, speeder bikes, and I almost picked up a second one. I didn't, but I think I probably eventually will end up getting another one because they are really cool. They should have released one in, in vintage packaging, you know? Yeah, I think that would be a, a home run if they did that. And also, why not release it with Luke and another one with Leia and then a fourth one with Pop Blue? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, 
what would you say is the your favorite uh, Star Wars vehicle from Return of the Jedi modern era? Well, it's easy. That would be the sail barge. Uh, oh, wait. They never yeah, did. mine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I'd actually go with the, the TIE Interceptor. I always loved the design of that vehicle. The the vintage one, it, it has its issues. The stickers for the the wings and the the handle in the back. But the the most updated one, where it's a full ball cockpit and really detailed wings, it's an awesome vehicle. I I, I love the design. I think it looks really cool. I think I've got like four of them. Um, I'd go with that. Amy, what would you say is your favorite vehicle from the modern era? Uh, Return of the Jedi. Got the new speeder bike recently, and I really enjoy it. Okay. So I might have to go back and get another one of those and another set of five-pack Ewoks. Because I think I'm going to go with, and this is totally a cop out. I understand. <laughs> I'm going to go out go with the re-release of the Skiff because I just love that vehicle so much, and I love setting figures up on it. So it's a cool vehicle. Kind of lame. It's, it's kind of lame for me to say it twice, but it's my it's my favorite vehicle to display figures on. Hey, can I count the Rancor as mine? I don't know. What do you think? Is the Rancor a vehicle or a figure or a plate? I don't know. I suppose. It's a creature, man. It is not a vehicle, for crying out loud. Jake, what is your favorite vehicle? It's actually, compared to the other films, it's kind of slim pickings. I mean, you got a speeder bike, you got a B-Wing, you got an Interceptor, you got, you know, a dirty AT-AT. What else, you know, maybe... ATST. Yeah, sure. ATST. But, you know, there's not, like, compared to the other films, I feel like this is kind of a, a vehicle-challenged film, even though there's some amazing dogfights there at the end, and just a lot of nothing too much new. Um, it's a good question. I opened my B-Wing, my vintage B-Wing, yesterday. Uh, it's just the same as the last B-Wing. Maybe, how about, let's go with this, the Y-Wing, the red Y-Wing, the first one to actually come from Jedi. Okay, that's, the, that's pretty cool. And now, are you saying the, uh, is that the, the current version that was at, well, yeah, the vintage one. The vintage one's the first Y-wing I believe they've made that's actually represented Jedi because they've all come from A New Hope. Before. Okay. And this next question is really tough because they have not made hardly any playsets for Return of the Jedi. As far as I only know of two that I can think of. Tom, the Rancor. <laughs> what is your favorite? What is, what is your favorite playset from I have Modern no Return? I don't know. Do, do they do they even have any? Well, Someone help made, me out. Do they even have any playsets for the Modern? Made, I think they made two. I think they made uh, an Endor well, bunker. Okay. And they also made a cardboard Jabba's palace. J- Jake, wow. Let's that go. To, let's go to Jake because he seems to be good on the facts. Yeah. Jake, uh, are there any other playsets besides those two? Um. You mentioned the cardboard one, and what's the other one? Uh, the Endor Bunker from Power of the Force 2. <laughs> I'm going to go with the cardboard the end, Endor Bunker. They made the crappy Sarlacc. Oh, good call. I forgot about that. Okay, Tom, so now that you know, how, there's, there's, you've got three choices. Which, what's your choice, Tom? I'm going to go with the Sarlacc cardboard Endor Bunker. I hate them all. Okay. <laughs> okay, noted. Duly noted. Tom hates them all. Let's move to Chris. What's your favorite playset from Return of the Jedi for the modern era? 
the uh, the, the Walmart exclusive Jabba the Hutt playset that came out when 2010. Oh, Shadows of the Dark Side series. Uh huh. Okay. That, that's. I mean, they haven't really. I mean, you're right. They haven't really released a whole bunch no. uh, of playsets for Jedi. But okay, we can def- we can count that as a playset. Ryan, now that we're up to four choices, what's your favorite uh, Return of the Jedi playset? I actually, I I can truly say the Endor Bunker playset is, is my favorite. I always wanted an Endor Bunker piece for my diorama building. And uh-huh. so when they released that, I was excited for it, and I loved it. And it's still, I mean, it's its not much. It's just, you know, kind of a facade with a tree and, and a catapult, which I think the catapult came from the Waterworld figures, if I remember correctly or something. But it, it's its nice to have. It works really well with the diorama. Um, I'm a big fan of the Endor stuff and, and all that. So I love having that bunker in my diorama. I'm really glad they released that. Amy, what would be what would you say is your uh, favorite playset from the modern era of Return of the Jedi? Definitely going for the cardboard fold out Jabba's palace. Good choice. Big, expansive, and then as a side, I would go for the Micro Machines Jabba's palace too. Oh. That, that had a Sarlacc pit on it, and the Jabba's palace came apart, and you had all the stuff inside. It was totally awesome. And and now everyone else is going. You didn't say we could pick Micro. <laughs> They're like. Everyone's like rethinking. Like, mm, there's some really cool micro machine playsets. I, I just, I just had to throw it aside because that thing was awesome. Well, there's no hard, there's no, there's no fast and hard rules on this show. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with what Amy said, and I'm gonna say the uh, cardboard Jabba's palace because, like, like you said, it's it's big. You can set up a lot of figures. It looks really nice. It's uh, as far as cardboard playsets go, I think it's one of the best. So I will totally agree with you on that. I'm always shocked we, they don't make more of those because almost every single hardcore collector has that piece, usually has it on display. I mean, mm-hmm. how hard can it really be to construct a diorama made out of cardboard? I would love I would love to buy a scene for every, you know, a couple of those for every film. I just don't... Yeah, I don't understand why they don't make more either. They could no. make a. They could make the the briefing room for Jedi. They could make. They could just make all kinds of stuff. I don't know. What do you? I want to know what everyone thinks about what what's left to make and what they still should make. And Tom, I'm gonna come back to you. What figures, vehicles, playsets do you think they should make, or do you think they've made enough? <laughs> I'm kind of thinking you think they've already made enough, but I just want to know. Um, anything else? Think, you know what? Um, the uh, the sail barge would be pretty cool to see. I know that's not going to happen, right, Chris? Looks like it. It's not going to happen. Yeah, that is in no way probably not going to happen. But that would be amazing, expensive, huge, but uh, definitely definitely something that would be really cool to see. Um, other than that, I would probably go with maybe a, a modernized Ewok village. I mean, they've got so many great Ewok figures now. I would say a new Ewok village would be something that would be really cool. And I know it would sell like crazy. So those are my picks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris, what are your thoughts on what they haven't made? Do you think they've made enough or do you think there are still some more figures or vehicles or playsets they could still make? Um, I think there's tons of stuff left. Like just when you talk about figures, there's so many different characters in Jabba's Palace still that they haven't made. So figure-wise, there's still really there's they could still do a lot more. Um, Playset-wise, you know, you all know that we pushed for 
Hasbro to release the sale barge, and there was the petition, and all the fan sites got together. But to me, it, it didn't appear as if the community was really behind it, because it seemed like people really wanted to have a Death Star playset instead of this uh, Java sale barge, for example. Um, so a lot of people just wanted different things that Hasbro should tackle, so the sail barge. But to me personally, I think the sail barge, um, you know, is such a big part in the movie, and it would be just such a great opportunity to release a piece where you could display all the figures on it. And, you know, I mean, the, the, the play possibilities are just endless, you know, with um, all kinds of, like, sound clips you could have. And it's, it's really endless, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so the sail barge would have been really, really great to see. Probably not going to happen now because, you know, with all the new movies coming out, the focus is going to go somewhere else. It's going to go away from the original trilogy, probably. Um, so it's kind of sad. But uh, besides the sail barge, a new Endor village would be totally awesome. I mean, I would love to see what they can do with modern sculpting now and, and new technologies that they have now, and even painting. You know, sometimes, you know, when they paint things differently now, uh, it's much more detailed just because of that. So, I mean, that'd be great to see a, a newly sculpted um, Endor village. Ryan, are there uh, any figures, vehicles, or play sets that you think they still need to make? Um, I, I'm going to echo a few things here, but uh, the first, there, there's one figure I've kind of always wanted, and since I was a kid, I always found the, the design intriguing. The uh, the helmeted character in Jabba's palace that Chewie shoves over when Bosch and Chewie come in, comes into Jabba's palace. Yeah. Like, shoves yeah. him down the stairs. I'd yeah. love to see that figure. I think it's a cool-looking figure. Yeah. And I'd like to see that one. Um, I know they came, and it kind of came close to him, was it Bane Maller or whatever? Bane Maller, yeah. But um, I, I'd really like to see that figure, plus some others from Jabba's Palace I've never done. Uh, sail Barge, absolutely. I've been wanting a Sail Barge for a long time. And along with that, I wouldn't mind an updated Tatooine skiff that's not off the old mold, but it's a little bit bigger and longer. Um, I think that would be cool. And I'm going to really get into this. A, a Death Star 2 playset would be awesome. I mean, we all want a Death Star playset, let's face it. But um, like with the Emperor's Throne Room, I always found the design of that really cool, and, and I'd love to see something with that. And like everybody else, an Ewok Village playset, a huge, awesome Ewok Village playset would just be so cool. Um, I'd be totally in for all of that. Okay. Amy, do you think they still need to make any additional Return of the Jedi figures, vehicles, or playsets, or do you think they've pretty much finished? I want my Bev, my big Ewok Village. Uh, <laughs> I want it soonish. That, that, that would be cool. And I would totally support it by buying two. One one to keep boxed and one to open, or just two to open? Just two to open, and okay. then if they came out with like a vintage package one, I'd probably buy a third. Oh, that would that would be really cool, a vintage uh, a vintage bo boxed uh, Ewok Village. How much would you be willing to pay for, for something like that? Would you be going up to like $300, $400, or... 150 or because you know with the with the Millennium Falcon right now it's 225 dollars and I know a lot of people wanted that and a lot of people wanted it in the original Star Wars box um, but many people are not picking it up because it's so expensive now so I was wondering like how much would you be willing to pay for something like that like if they would redo a big Ewok village but upwards of 300 dollars for that I, I mean even with Sail Barge as well or a Death Star playset I'd love an expensive giant playset I think it'd be awesome Amy what do you think would be a what what do you think would be a reasonable price point for a giant uh, Endor village playset well it depends on how big it is but I'd probably go up to 250 on it yeah yeah and uh, Tom 
how much are you willing to shell out for a, a modern uh, Return of the Jedi Endor place? They're not getting my money. <laughs> that wouldn't bring I've that got up. Buff- I've got buffets to visit. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, I can't add to this conversation too much. I What am I willing to pay? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing, <laughs> because I don't collect them. I don't want to. Okay. I brought the whole thing down. Yes. Damn it, Jason. You you went to me, and I was I Tom, didn't want you to. Everyone listening, Tom the curmudgeon would not support this. He wouldn't. So what so, about so? Rick? Don't just get mad at Hasbro. Get mad at Tom too. So Jake, let's turn to you. What are what what do you think they still need, need to make as far as figures, vehicles, or play sets? Uh, you know, everyone wants to sell barge. I can't say it's high on my list. Um, I would prefer a throne room, like Ryan said. I really like that idea. I'd go with an updated or new Ewok village. Um, we can make the Blu-ray exclusive Luke lightsaber construction cave. I'd be all for that. Yeah, I bet you would. Thirty nine ninety five is what I'd no, pay. No, you know what? We're missing, we're missing Granny A-Wing. That's the figure we need. What does she say? What does she say on those... I made cookies! <laughs> I just... There, there, There is a female pilot in Return of the Jedi that flies, I think... In, is it an A-Wing or is it a B-Wing? It's an A-Wing. A-Wing. They have not made her, and I think that would be a good choice. They did make some of the female X-Wing pilots that were in Jedi, though. They did? Yes. I'd have oh. to find the figures, but about, they did make the figures of them. Oh. Weren't they in comic two-packs, I thought? Yes. They, they may have been in the comic two-packs, oh. but they, they are actually the... Because there's, like, two other female X-Wing pilots in Jedi. Shire, something Shire. Yeah, like Bria Shea or something like that. Oh, and then there's a Twi'lek. X-Wing pilot. Yeah, but that's actually Rogue Squadron. That's not actually from Jedi. That's true. Yeah, of course. And you guys can go to JediBusiness.com and pull up the list of pilots and then sort them by A-Wing or X-Wing or Snowspeeder or what, what you got. I'm gonna oh. do, I'm doing that right now. Oh, because, um, Jason, you said that there's a female A-Wing pilot. Uh-huh. And um, there was one uh, called Sila Cot or Sila Cot. And she was a female, but they gave her a male voice. Yeah, that's kind of an odd... Odd thing to do, but yeah, yeah, that's right. They did, didn't they? I don't think anybody really realized that until the uh, cutscenes. Oh yeah, because we got to hear her real voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought about that actually when I was watching the films originally. I think they still need to make the funeral pyre Vader that they showed at I think at a Comic Con maybe four or five years ago. Absolutely, Uh, they showed that at San Diego Comic Con. I've always wanted that. I wonder what the heck happened to that. Yeah. What's, what did that consist of? Explain. Later fuel some matches. They, they were going to do a second two-pack, and it came with Owen and Brew Lars. But. Yeah. No, but seriously, uh, Ryan, why don't you describe that figure to, to Tom so he knows what we're it talking was, about? It was the pier of logs that they had Vader's body on at the end of Jedi with like flame effects on it and everything, and it had a, a Vader figure on top of it. Um, they showed it at San Diego Comic-Con, what, three or four years ago? And they even said at the time it wasn't something we're necessarily going to produce. They were just kind of gauging interest in it at the time. Clearly, there wasn't enough interest or whatever for them to make it. But uh, it looked really cool. It was something I'd absolutely buy. But um, sadly, it doesn't look like we're going to see that. A great scene in Jedi, no no doubt. But uh, to actually play with funeral pyre Vader just seems a little odd to me. That's that's all. Does it seem kind of morbid to you, Tom? Little macabre, yeah. Little well, macabre. you know, if they did that, we could get uh, uh, flaming Qui Gon and uh, Coffin Funeral, Cad Bay, and I'd be all for that. Mars, and so let, let me just quick go around and ask who would who would who wants a funeral pyre Vader and who doesn't? Um, Tom, I'll start with you. No, you, I don't know. No, I'm gonna go with um, no. Okay. 
Uh, Chris, would you do you think they should make a funeral pyre Vader? Um, I think so. I think they should do it for the collector's market, um, but. You know, I wouldn't necessarily want them to put it out onto actual retail shelves for the kids. Okay. Uh, Ryan, what's your vote on this? I think I already said yes. I'd buy it. Absolutely. All right. And Amy, do you think they should make a funeral pyre of Vader? And I, I think I could probably pass on it, but okay. if it did come out, I'd probably buy it and put it in the village somewhere in the background. Okay. Jake, what's your thought on Funeral Pyre Vader? Absolutely. I went to every collector website, and if they did a uh, voting poll, I said yes, yes, yes. I think it's one of the most beautiful scenes in the entire trilogy when Luke's standing in front, his silhouette's in front of the flames, and it drifts up into the stars. I love that scene. Absolutely. Agree, Jake, but uh, uh, not much play value there. That's just me. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's call it out. How many people play with their figures, or how many people open up their figures and put them on display? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because that E-Font Mon had tremendous play value, too, right? <laughs> Hey, I didn't get the vote. I, my vote is, yes, they should make it. I'd buy it. I'd buy two of them. I'd buy one to keep carded or boxed and one to uh, display on my indoor shelf. So what are some of the other fun toys generated from the Return of the Jedi films? There's There was clearly tons of merchandise made for the film. Tom, besides the action figures specifically, what else did you think was some of the more uh, interesting or fun things, or even uninteresting things they might have made for the film? The speeder bike pedal car was something that comes to mind. Definitely one of uh, one of the more interesting, obscure um, toys that I can think of. It's pretty cool. Uh, along with the uh, place uh, playground uh, Return of the Jedi set, seen pictures of those. It's like a... Uh, is it like a utility belt set or something? Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. The uh, the the play uh, the, the oh the swing play set. set. Yeah, the swing, swing set. set. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of neat. I don't know what the heck that was like a like an observation center or I don't yeah. what what did they call that? I don't know what it was, but it was pretty Didn't cool. Didn't it have like a it had like a speeder bike swinging thing, right? Like yeah, I always thought it kind of looked like an ATST myself, but I think it was like a command center or something like that. Something I wish they would make now that I'm 30 years older and quite a few pounds heavier i could go for a gamorian guard underu set right about now <laughs> gamorian guard depends that's what you need that's right <laughs> chris do you have any favorite uh, miscellaneous obscure items that they made for return of the jedi um i got a couple of disney mashup figures which they've released over the years um, which I like, you know, Mickey as Jedi Luke, for example, things like that. But I mainly stick to Kenner Hasbro stuff, so I don't really have much other, you know, much other stuff than that. Ryan, uh, any favorite obscure miscellaneous item from Return of Jedi that you have in your collection or maybe wish was in your collection? Yeah, I, got, I go back to the vintage era, the two items um, that I had as a kid. I've gotten one of them again recently, but there was uh, in the, like, quarter machines that you had outside the grocery store or whatever, they had like these pencil toppers. Uh-huh. And there was an Emperor's Royal Guard pencil topper. And it looked really cool. And I got one and my dog ate it not too long after that. But it was a really cool looking helmet and I'd love to get one of those again. And the other is they did a lot of that tinware uh, that had the kind of purple black artwork with it uh, for Return of the Jedi. They had like the trash can and, and the box and the there was that little tote box that had two handles with it. Um, I had one of those as a kid as well and loved it. And I actually picked one up again recently, so so I have one again. But I always thought that was really cool. I loved the artwork on it, uh, and I loved, loved 
kind of it's a nice little metal box to have. I'm so glad you brought that line up because I had the trash can, the TV dinner tray, the square one with two handles, and then there was a circular one with the lid. And I owe my childhood self so much gratitude because that small circle one is what I kept all my weapons in. And so 30 <laughs> years later, my figures are complete because of that circular, round, burgundy, black Jedi King. <laughs> Amy, any favorite obscure uh, miscellaneous type Return of the Jedi items that you have in your collection? Oh, I, I too like those metal... Uh, pieces that my brother had the trash can growing up and I was recently helping my parents move out of out of their house and lo and behold in the basement there's the trash can sitting there my brother never it never dawned on him to take it with him when he moved so I snagged that thing and took it home nice yeah, it's working as a recycle bin right now, so I'm pretty thrilled about that. Um, cool. But the Burger King glasses, I have a yes. fondness in my heart for them. I have a ton of them. I use them, um, and those are awesome. So oh. are the um, the large plush Ewoks. I love those. Ah, the large those, plush Ewoks. Yes. Those glasses I wanted are great. one of those. I've never gotten one. I've always wanted one of those. Yeah. Me too. Amy, those glasses are so cool. I'm, I'm actually drinking some milk of magnesia in one of them right now. So Awesome. I got the uh, I got the button that the uh, folks wore that says, ask me for your Star Wars glasses. Oh, yes. That button yeah. awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I was actually going to say glasses, so I'm going to have to think of something else now. Okay. Jake, while I'm thinking of something else, why don't you tell us what you think your favorite miscellaneous Return of the Jedi items are. Battle for Sarlacc adventure game. Who remembers? Oh, that's awesome. I do. Great game. Played the heck out of that game. Loved it. Has set up the little diorama with the pieces actually over the uh, over the Sarlacc pit. Has to be one of my favorites. Okay. All right. Um, I was going to say Burger King glasses, but since Amy said that, I should try to think of something a little different. And I'm going to go with the Return of the Jedi Dixie Cups because the uh, Dixie Cup uh, company made some really great Dixie Cup sets, and the artwork is fantastic. The Force is back. The Rebels won't tire till they see the last of the Empire, and Kenner's there with Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. I'm going to beat you to Sherlock Pit, Skywalker. Glad to. Weequay, Luke Skywalker, and Lando Calrissian, each sold separately. Prepare the plank, Weequay. Surprise, surprise, I'm Lando in disguise. Let's get out of here, Luke. Whoa, the plank is falling. Help! Glad to. Weequay, Luke Skywalker, and Lando Calrissian action figures, each sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Any final thoughts on 30 years of Return of the Jedi toys? I would say they've done a really good job with the vintage line because that's how I kind of got into Star Wars. You know, here I am, 30 years later, still talking about those toys and still collecting them. So they must have done something right back then. Yeah, I just love them. I think uh, out of all the toys, Jedi toys um, just stuck with me more than A&H toys or Empire toys for some reason, probably because... That's how I started. Um, but yeah, I, I love them, and I hope uh, they'll continue for you know another thirty years. We'll we'll be uh, in the we'll all be in the home by then. Yeah, we'll join Tom. <laughs> yeah, you guys can join me. <laughs> Jake, any final thoughts on thirty years of Return of the Jedi toys? Yeah, I was thinking about that before this podcast. The uh, Jedi, like I said, I was huge into it. My family was huge into it. We had the cookies. We had the toys. We saw it opening day for a show. I knew that film. I know that film inside and out back in the day. 
But when I talk about the original trilogy now, I seem to gra- gradually gravitate to Empire, then A New Hope, and then Jedi. So it's kind of weird. It's this weird dichotomy, whereas it was my sweet spot. It was my passion back then. But maybe I overdosed on it too much because now when I think about my favorite movie, I go Empire, and then after Empire, I go to Jedi. Uh, sorry, A New Hope. So it's kind of weird, but still love it. Still, you know, it's number three over the prequels. Not that I hate the prequels, but it's still a great movie. Um, and uh, we've loved it for so long. I'm sure we'll love it for the future, but I'm a little worried about how we're going to follow up such a perfect ending. Just to tie <laughs> everything up, how am I going to get past that? Han and Luke are going on to episode seven. It's going to be a hard pill to swallow, I think. Right. Maybe it'll be like Aliens 3, where it starts out and all the main characters die right away. Oh. <laughs> Not to bring Maybe. the show down. <laughs> Ryan, do you have any final thoughts on 30 years of Return of the Jedi toys? Uh, you know, Jedi's always been either my favorite or one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I, I saw it opening day. I was so excited for that movie. I love the toys. I mean, if I go back to vintage era, the, the Jedi toys are my favorite. Uh, I love the cloth goods. I like the sculpting. I love the characters. Uh, and every time they make modern versions, I, I love it. Um, so Jedi's kind of got that special place for me. I, I would say the Empire is probably my favorite movie now, but I still love Jedi. And I absolutely have no problem with Ewoks. I love Ewoks. I love to see more. Uh, I'm really happy the past few years we've been getting a lot more Ewok figures, and they've been doing more with that. I, I think it's really fun. Um, I just look forward to more. I hope we see more. I, I hope we can can get more of Jedi toys, and it's not so overshadowed. And this goes for all the films, really, that it's not so overshadowed by the new films that we don't really see much of the, that old stuff anymore. And Amy, any final thoughts on 30 years of Return of the Jedi toys? Well, Jedi is the first movie I remember seeing. It's still my one of my favorite all-time films, um, and I I've definitely started focusing more and more and more of my collecting on Jedi, and I think that's just going to continue. Okay. And Tom, final thoughts on thirty years of Return of the Jedi toys? I was twelve when I saw it. Uh, well, you know, like I said before, I was beating down the doors of uh, of toy stores waiting for the toys to to come uh playing with my friends return of the jedi riding my bikes down trails pretending i was on a speeder bike uh, awesome kind of uh kind of a bummer though because uh it's too bad because back in 83 that was the we weren't getting any more star wars movies and i think we still haven't gotten any star wars movies so let's hope that jj abrams brings back the franchise. Tom, I'm actually going to kind of echo a little bit of what you just said. Um, 30 years of Return of the Jedi toys, 30 years of really great toys, but I, I kind of remember when Return of the Jedi came out, uh, starting to feel kind of depressed, thinking at the time that that was probably the last Star Wars movie, at least with Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Princess Leia. Yep. But Jake, Jake said it best when, uh, what a perfect wrap-up to a, a perfect trilogy mm-hmm. excellent but it looks like those characters will be coming back and i anticipate we'll still be doing this podcast when they do so we'll i'm sure we'll have plenty to say when that happens absolutely 
So with that, I'd like to thank the hosts tonight. Uh, Tom, thanks for showing up. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Chris, Jason, Ryan, always good hanging out with you guys. Uh, Jake and Amy, I'm glad I could hang out with you guys this evening as well. And Chris from JediBusiness.com, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks again for having me. Always love talking with you guys about Star Wars stuff, and especially Jedi, so thanks. And Ryan, thanks for uh, being on the show tonight, as always. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad to be here. It was enjoyable. It was something I, I think I needed this weekend, so thanks. And Jake, thanks for joining us for a second time. We love your insight. Well, thanks for having me, and we need a nickname for this group. Is this like the Galaxy Bunch? <laughs> I don't know yet. I've, I've actually I kind of thought of that myself, and I'm not really sure. Well, Ryan's already got a moniker. We've got to we've got to come up with some some handles. The Bendem King. The Bendem Bizey. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and Amy, thanks for joining us tonight. And again, uh, how can people find your uh, your craft store? Um. Well, thanks for inviting me, and um, yeah, Nerdventions on Etsy is usually where you can find most of my art. Excellent. And that will wrap up the show tonight. Remember, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. You can email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. You can listen to past episodes on iTunes. Uh, Stitcher Smart Radio and Podbean and probably anywhere where you source your uh, podcasts. And remember, if you do subscribe to us on iTunes, please do give us a review. Let let us know what you think. Um, every time that you review the show, it does help uh, other people find the podcast. So with that, I'd like to uh, say good night and find Ek. Huh? Hey guys, I don't see Ek Mina tonight. What?